You're listening to the Life Nomadic Podcast, a podcast of inspiration, life lessons, philosophy, honesty, stories from the road, and, well, whatever the hell else I want to talk about. I'm your host, Brandon Collins. So let's get weird. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Life Nomadic Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Collins. I hope that you guys are all having a fantastic week so far. Uh, it's early in the week, I'm sure. And the weather, well, it was nice, and now it's kind of windy and crappy again. But that's all right. Looking forward. It's going to be great. Spring's here, and I'm pumped. Today is a rather different episode than normally. Um, today I want to talk about tarot. Uh, I know nothing about it. I have zero experience with it. Um, but I brought on an expert, (laughs) uh, not an expert, but someone who knows a lot more about it than I do. Uh, Olivia. Hi. How's it going? (laughs) Good. How are you? Yeah, good. Uh, thanks for, thanks for coming on the show. Of course. I'm really excited for this. I am Um, too. I, uh, like I said, I don't, I don't know anything about it. Um, I've always been kind of fascinated by uh just tarot in, in 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 general and also i learned something about tarot um a few months back that it, it so i was under this impression that tarot was about uh like seeing the future and predicting the future mm-hmm. and like whatever that woo woo kind of stuff that i'm not necessarily into but then I learned it's not really entirely about that. It's more about like self-reflection and, and interpretation of the cards themselves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, obviously tarot does have its back, its divination, right? So mm. um, back in the day, it was totally used as actually it was like a fun parlor game during the Renaissance. And then um, during the 18th, 19th centuries, kind of when the whole divination and... Um, fortune telling side Mm. of it came out and became very popular but um i would say definitely nowadays it's more of like yeah a reflective tool or more of like a i wouldn't say giving you all the answers but a good way to reflect on your thoughts what you're feeling um because of a lot of the iconography the artwork whatever you want to call it um it just kind of reflects kind of maybe what's going on yeah in the world that the the physical world right 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 (laughs) Um, and you said the artistry, and that's actually one of the things that's really drawn me to it. Mm-hmm. So most people don't know this, but I'm really into playing cards. Like I mm-hmm. have, you can see right there, I have like a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> just a, a small collection. My collection is much mm-hmm. bigger than that, but those are my favorite ones. Um, it's the the artistry mm-hmm. and and a lot of times the the craftsmanship of the cards like mm-hmm. you just get a regular deck of cards and yeah they feel fine and most people don't even notice it but mm-hmm. like you get an expensive deck of cards and the way that they feel sometimes they're embossed mm-hmm. sometimes the edges are painted and it's just they're amazing and i love them then i come across um some like tarot cards that had this incredible artwork on them mm-hmm. and they're bigger and I'm like, wow, these are amazing. So I or, so I ordered some. Yeah. Um, and I um, was going to do this with another person, but that kind of fell through. So um, <laughs> not that you're second best, but here we are. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to, to 
unbox them yeah. and, and kind of look at the cards and um, kind of get like a first impressions kind of thing. And this is not really yeah. something that you do on a podcast. This is something more you do in a YouTube video, but it's not about the unboxing. I just want to like look at these cards. Um, they are from Creeping Moon, the Creeping Moon. Mm-hmm. They're the Amina Mundi uh, tarot, tarot deck. And so I'm going to get these out right now. Please do. I'm excited to see how they look. Do some ASMR. <laughs> the box is even cool. It has uh, as above, so below, doesn't it? Yeah, I was going to look at that. I think that's very cool that she added that in there. <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> annoying people or making them happy, but. You know, I think it's 50 50 with ASMR. Is it? I'm. I'm on that fence with it. I know some really? people that absolutely love it. I know some people that absolutely hate it. It just depends. It's It depends on what it is. Like sometimes it's really fascinating and it sounds cool, but like I don't want to hear someone chewing. Yeah, that's, where, <laughs> like, that's yeah. where I'm on the fence. I don't want to yeah, hear yeah. somebody eating either. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I don't care how hot you are. I don't want to listen to you no. eat. See, that's a cool sound. Yes, but it's not somebody eating cereal. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> or a cheeseburger. No, I can't do it. Oh, my gosh. Open up. There we go. Oh, my gosh. This box is so cool. Look at this. On the inside, it says, may the spirit of the earth guide your way. This is the packaging's cool. The, Whoa. The artwork's cool. Look at the sides of those cards that are gold. So... <laughs> Those are beautiful. <laughs> I'm These already are jealous. Incredible. <laughs> it's got a little book. Amina Mundi Tarot, little guidebook. Tells you all the things. Nice. I mean, I've seen these online, obviously, before I bought them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a difference. I've seen decks online where I'm just like, oh, those are cool. And then you, you get them and you're like, wow. Whoa, these are so cool. Wow. I don't know if that's doing anything. Here, check them out. Yes, I'm so excited. Um, who's the artist? Oh, it says right here, Meg. Oops, um, Megan Wireweeden. I probably butchered that. Megan Viaweeden. Viaweeden. Okay. <laughs> See, I knew I butchered. I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, her Instagram is. Oh yeah, the Creeping Moon. I follow her on Instagram. Duh. <laughs> I think I thought she had a different one, but yeah, Megan Viaweeden. Instagram is at the creeping moon so yeah they're super cool what um, do you think of them i actually I, i've the, my favorite one is the uh eight of swords right now we got a little bat in there just oh look at going them. through i know actually these are beautiful and uh just talking about like um, and i'm sure it's something we'll get into but the um the artistry of the deck so sometimes when i get really confused um when it's not a deck that kind of um it doesn't have to be the like you know the traditional rider weight deck, but I always go to those ones because the artistry in there, all the little symbolisms and pictures in it, kind of help me read better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a Del Toro deck, which is also beautiful, but the Minor Arcana, Arcana, I never have known how to pronounce it. Um, so <laughs> Arcana, Arcana, um, but the 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 Minor suits in um, that deck, it's just cups or just swords. So it kind of. I always feel like I'm second guessing myself when I'm reading those because there's less pictures and less symbolism to go off of. Oh, okay. So like you would have to go to the, you'd have to reference the guidebook. I I feel like, yeah, I I did with the Del Toro deck just to remind myself. 
I mean, which is helpful, but right. I like how the um, the artistry and the pictures in here are um, a little more depictive. Right. So the judgment card is a bird flying down. Mm-hmm. What does that say to you? Well, that's the cool thing about, I'll go back to that. That's the cool thing about different decks is sometimes the cards may have a slight difference of meaning. Um, mm. So I see, well, what kind of bird was it too? Because the bird know. has a lot of symbolism in it as well. A, a, a was that a hawk? Falcon? Okay. Hawk? No. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a falcon? <laughs> I mean, so. No idea. But it's a predator bird, right? It's a yeah, bird of prey. Clearly, so yeah. it looks like that bird to me isn't like like falling down or dropping that bird's ready to catch its prey Attack, right. yeah so okay. when i see that card like it's kind of the judgment of more maybe like the what's going on outside of the picture okay like what is the prey gonna get judged is the prey gonna fall prey or is it gonna escape if that makes sense okay yeah, yeah. but that's how i see that card and that's how i read it um, okay oh that's grim Oh, and see, okay, it's not the best card to pull out when you're doing a reading, but the three of swords, <laughs> like the original artistry is the heart with the three swords in it. Mm-hmm. And so to me, I have a shirt that has it on there. It's not the card you want to pull for almost anything I would oh, say, but yeah. I love how that image looks. Yeah, totally. This one's a, it's a, a Robin, I guess, mm-hmm. upside down with three swords run through it and it's raining. Yeah. Grim. Exactly. <laughs> you see that, you're just like, this probably isn't yeah. good. <laughs> but I mean, it's just a metaphor for life, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're not always going to, that's a hawk. Is that, is that a falcon? Is that a peregrine falcon? Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty, that looks like a peregrine falcon Okay. To me. I'm going to, I'm going to refer to you. That's an owl. <laughs> that's an owl. <laughs> yes, I agree. That looks like a vulture of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I saying? Oh, um, you, you, life's not always rainbows and sunshine exactly you know? so like why would you expect you know the the tarot deck to be mm-hmm. the same right because yeah. if it's going to be honest it's going to tell you that some things aren't you know currently going your way or yeah whatever <clears throat> that's actually something i was talking to my therapist about um last week maybe the week before um i i get crazy anxiety when things don't go my way and not not like a not like a temper tantrum like type of thing like eh, things aren't going my way but just like I get really frustrated when when something doesn't isn't where I'm not where I want to be mm-hmm. and um, sometimes I my anxiety like gets out of control and she was like why don't you look at it this way instead of thinking of it as like you know life's bad or things are going bad or whatever just remind yourself that. Oh my God, I can't remember what she said. Uh, oh, you're just not satisfied with where you are right now. Oh. And so I just keep reminding myself like, okay, it's fine. You're just you're just not satisfied mm-hmm. right now. You don't have to have a solution for it. You don't have to have steps to become satisfied. Mm-hmm. Just Just admitting to yourself that you're just not satisfied with something at the moment. And then fucking move on. <laughs> so like, it's the moving on part that's the hard part. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a, that's like a mm-hmm. it's a it's a key. It's like a um, it's a behavior kind of interruption for me. Like yeah. when my brain starts to spiral and I just mm-hmm. anxious thoughts lead into other anxious thoughts yeah. that lead into other anxious thoughts. I can break that by going, dude, you're just not satisfied right now. Yeah, and it snaps it, and then I can move on at least for a few more hours or a couple of days or weeks or, or whatever, whatever, yeah. wherever I'm at. Um, 
yeah, I'm not sure what that had to do with anything, but oh, I just, you were um, talking about how like, uh, you know, life isn't all rainbows and butterflies. Oh, yeah, 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 and so yeah, of course yeah. the cards aren't always going to be positive things. Well, right. and to touch on that too, is, you know, the cards may in the upright position mean something positive, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, Ooh, the two of cups is one of my favorites. Cause it's just, to me, it's a romantic card. It doesn't always have to represent that, but you know, um, it's one of those things where, you know, it's two cups full. There's uh in their Rider Waite deck, you know, the two people are looking at each other. They're on the same level. Like there's there's an agreement, right, where mm-hmm. it looks like both people are on the same page. Um, But in reverse, it, it doesn't mean the same thing, right? So you see that card, you pull it out, and then you're just like, oh, wait, it's in reverse. No. So you're just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm not happy with this. <laughs> So, okay, two things. Cards can be in reverse? Yeah, and you know, that's the interesting thing too. Um, I I read reverse cards. Um, I've heard of people that will not read cards in reverse. Um, really? They just, I, I've heard it. I, I mean, I like to go, I mean, I'm one of those people where if I don't know something, like I'm on TikTok or YouTube and like seeing how other people do it, right? Mm, yeah. If I'm insecure about something or I feel like this this isn't the right with anything in my life. I'm like, I've been taught this way, but I don't really like it. So I'm going to go see other outlets and see if everyone does it that way. Maybe I'm just being stubborn or are there other outlets? Um, so tarot is one of those things where I'm just like, it's such a fast and it's been around forever. So it's a, a I guess I wouldn't say hobby, but you know, it's a very big s- source of divination or, um, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is, but I think you get what I'm laying down. Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. around forever. So many people do it, but everybody has their own tips and tricks. And so right. even though there's like a basis for everything, like, yeah. um, I don't know, like the devil card doesn't necessarily mean like Satan's around the corner. That card has to do a lot with like addiction and um, selfishness. Right, right. Right. Um, and so, you know, you flip it around in reverse, it means something else. Um, right. But some people are like, I don't, I don't want to read things in reverse. I want to read the card for how it is and mm-hmm. what it's for. Um, so, you know, to each their own. I yeah. feel like if I got a bunch of reverse cards out, I would be like, mm, I'm going to reshuffle this <laughs> and ask the question <laughs> yeah, again yeah, yeah, and be yeah, like, yeah. hey, something's wrong here. Yeah. Well, and um, I, I lied in the early earlier parts of the podcast. I know one thing about tarot, and I know that the death card doesn't actually mean death. Correct. Okay, that's the one thing I know. So. <laughs> Well, now that now that that's out there, I feel so much better. <laughs> I felt like a lot living a lie. Technically, yeah. So, um, like when and it, that's so funny. And I know we've chatted about things before when it comes to this stuff. But yeah, it's you know you see that in like movies. Um, one of my favorite like tarot card scenes. Um, that's in a movie is um, is it is it West it's West Craven? It's West Craven's People Under the Stairs. Oh wow! Is it I haven't Craven? seen that in forever. I'm going to be so bad. It's not John Carpenter. It has to be Wes Craven. It's one of the two of those. I'm going to bet it's Wes Craven. I'm going to be really <laughs> bad if I'm wrong. But yeah, People Under the Stairs, um, in the beginning, um, the the main character, I forget his name, but he's references the fool and it's because his mom or his sister is pulling the cards and like she mentions him being the fool and like kind of not to do stupid things. But really that card kind of, that card means like 
you know, taking an opportunity, like, you know, it's not like jumping off of a cliff, how like cliff, like you see in the picture, it's more like taking a leap of faith. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, but like, it's talking about him being a fool and making mistakes and, Mm. but that card's not necessarily what that means. And so, um, and it's, I mean, in so many different movies, I actually, (laughs) I'm seeing somebody right now and it was the funniest thing, I had my tarot cards and I was playing around with them and they're like, yeah, just don't, don't ever pull my tarot cards. Like, you know, don't ever pull my tarot cards. And I'm like, oops, I'm sorry, I'm bumping the mic. And I'm like, <laughs> I know, I just get too animated. But I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, it doesn't bother you that I, I do tarot, right? And he was like, no, no, just I don't want to know my future. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to correct him. But I'm like, I'm not pulling it to pull the future. Like yeah, I was, totally. I had something playing around in my head. And so I was like flipping through and I was just like kind of like pulling a yes or no card. Um mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing. But I was like, you know, I'm not even going to correct him. It's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just, just have him listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> right. I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> that's right. You don't have to. Um, so going back to the two of cups too, um, speaking of uh, different meetings for different cards, mm-hmm. you said two of cups, um, you know, you, you said two people, but could it be like your job in you? Is it like um, your relationship with something else or does it because like I don't have another person so that card wouldn't really mean anything. Yeah. So I mean it could mean that um, if I'm trying to remember correctly but um, like so each minor suit has to do with different things and I want to make sure I say this correctly but I'm forgetting right now but like if you were to ask um if you were to ask the the cards a question, right, and you know you pulled out pentacles, usually that means like like it was let's say it's a yes or no question, right? You pull mm-hmm. out a pentacle card. I can't think of which one right now, but it usually means like if it's a yes, like if it's an upright position, it's a positive card. It it is a yes, but it probably means it comes at a price. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe if you were to do it with like the swords, it's a no. Um, with the wands, it's a yes. No, wands I think is usually a maybe, and then a cups is usually like a yes. Ugh, a maybe. Yeah, I know, right? Well, and that's <laughs> when you terrible. said what your what your what your therapist said. Like, I constantly think about like I'm like more on the spiritual side, but like I don't have like a higher power necessarily. So like when I like stress out, like I usually like go with the universe, and then I have to remind myself like if things aren't going right for me, like the universe is always going to put me in the right place where I need to be. But it still bothers me because I always want a yes answer. Yeah, of course. We all do. Or even a no answer. But, you know, I always have to tell myself it's a yes, no, or maybe. And I'll end up where I'm supposed to be. It's that goddamn maybe. Where uh, I'm just like. Maybes. Yeah. The worst. <laughs> the worst. It's so funny, too, because, like, I'm so bad at saying maybe to people. <laughs> and I, I hate do all the time. <laughs> when someone says it to me. <laughs> me yeah, I'm just. Yeah. That's I mean, that's just humans, right? Yeah. Um. So. What are we gonna do today? Um. Oh. So I. I. I mean. I. I've like prepared a couple of spreads that we could go over. Mm-hmm. Um. There's like, and they're just simple ones. You know. There's. There's so many different spreads out there, and we. You know. We could do a Celtic cross, which is you know in the shape of a Celtic cross, and I think it's like eight to twelve cards. I forget. Don't quote me on that. I'd have to actually look. Um. But you know, it's like very in depth, and I think it's your life path. I forget. Oh, that, seems and a, that seems like a bit much. <laughs> well, and so I've been doing tarot off and on since I was fifteen, and I'm thirty two now, and I am still constantly like referencing back to things because there is so much there. Oh yeah. And then it's depending on how you apply the card to your life. So I respect anybody that could just like read them offhand very, very well. Mm. 
I can't. I, I'm pretty good at picking things up and knowing where they're go. So I I picked out I picked out two, and it's just a four card pull, or we could do a past, present, and future pull, which is just three cards. Mm-hmm. I was gonna let you decide. A uh, past, present, and future one, I would say, would be something like where you'd ask it a question. Um, and that's something also to think about too, is you want your question to be more focused on you and what's going on personally and not somebody else. One of the best um, examples I've heard is, you know, uh, when people think about divina- divination, like movies or books or whatever, it's like, uh, is this person coming back to me or does this person still love me? Instead of thinking and phrasing your question that way, you want to bring the question into yourself, which is, why why do i want this person to love me mm. why do i want this person to come back yeah um so like if you're to do a question like that your past present and future poll would be three cards and the past card so the first card is going to reflect why you're asking that question and what's gone on in your past right and then the present card is going to do the same thing reflecting on that question and what's going on in the present and then the future card is it is a divination future thing but it's what to look forward to in the future right. regarding the question um I got a weekly vibes one. I did this one yesterday, actually, just to ease my anxiety about what to expect for the week. Um, That one's cool. Yeah. We can do that one. Or the other one is a let go and let grow spread. So I'll let you pick. Um, Yeah, I think I like the weekly vibes thing. Um, Also, you you said something that that I think is really important to, to look at outside of tarot. So maybe maybe if you're listening and you're like why are they talking about tarot because how how i've kind of um understood how tarot works this podcast is about mental health um mental fitness self-improvement things like that whereas tarot to me seems like it can be yet another tool that you can use um to to help answer some questions or at least to, to help kind of bolster that self-reflection, that looking inwards. And you said that you don't ask, you don't ask the deck about someone else. You, you turn that mm-hmm. question on yourself and yeah. therapists will tell you that like anyone in the mental health industry or, you know, they will say the same thing, like stop looking out at everyone else and you need to turn in and look at yourself because though the people, the, the only person you can change is yourself. You can't change the people around you. Why? Mm-hmm. You, why would you? And that's same with control. Like, um, you know, I have a big problem with control. Um, not that I try to control other people, but like, like you were saying, like when things don't turn out the way I expected them to, like a lot of times I'll get terrible anxiety, even if it's not my fault, even if I had no control over the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, when you reflect the question on yourself, it you're the only person that you know you can. The only person you can control is yourself. Exactly. You can't control anybody else. Right. And I mean, if you do, it's really unethical and not cool of you. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in the most part, you you can't control other people. So asking right. the decks or the universe or even trying to ask yourself and reflecting on it, you're not going to get an appropriate answer because you don't know. You don't right. know what's going on in somebody's mind. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah. And one of uh, um, one of my good buddies, Mark Moots, has, has the, he said the, the best line I think I've ever heard anyone say uh, on an episode that we did. He said, um, what other people think of me is none of my fucking business. Oh, I love that. It's incredible. I've got to remember right? that actually. It's so good. Yeah. Shout out to Mark Moots for being <laughs> super wise and one of my favorite humans. You, 
what you're hearing is is Olivia's shuffling the deck at the moment. And I apologize. It takes me a little bit longer with this deck because my hands are so tiny and the cards are too big for them. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you shuffle them here shortly and just kind of in your head or out loud. It totally depends on what makes you feel comfortable, but just kind okay. of ask yourself, ask the universe, ask whatever you want to ask. Um, I know you, so I'm guessing you're going to ask yourself, but just kind of like what you can expect for the week. What are, what are the vibes? Okay. Um, so while you're shuffling, just go ahead and kind of repeat that question in your head, what you're thinking, how you're thinking it's going to go. Um, okay. Well, I'll probably do it out loud. Since yeah. No so one, it's, a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no enough. one can hear what I'm thinking. Um, See, you've got look that. At that. <laughs> My hands are way too small to do that. I also might do a little card magic in my spare time. Oh, go for it. So, um, of, wow, we are just, sorry to Actually, everyone's ears. <laughs> no, we want to keep this card out. Oh, really? Yeah, it popped out for a reason, okay. so we're just going to keep it yeah, out. A card just fell out of the deck. and um, so I usually do that. It. Yeah, if one card falls out, like just randomly, I, I feel like... We need to hear it for some reason. So, right. okay. Sorry about all the loud noises. If, <laughs> if you have headphones on, I apologize. I could probably do it this overhand shuffle instead. Okay. Um, yeah, I was just I. So, I'm kind of in a, a transitional um, kind of phase in my life, both physically, um, mentally. And emotionally. So like three different things. It's, it's been a bit rough. Yeah. Um, physically I, um, have been dealing with, uh, chronic, uh, lower back pain and some nerve damage and it's actually starting to subside. So now I'm, I'm able to get back to being active again. Um, I've been working out a little bit more going, going climbing a lot. Um, so my hands, my hands hurt all the time now. <laughs> so I switched from back to hands. Um, transitioning from, uh, so that was, that's physically, um, I guess, what were the other two? Emotionally uh, and, oh, mentally. Yeah. Uh, emotionally, um, you know, earlier this year was really tough on me and I'm starting to find myself being more like myself mm-hmm. and less mopey and depressed and anxious and sad and black cloud and not fun to be around. Uh, and then transitioning from being like a full-time traveler from a backpack to building a van and living in a van and having my own space, Mm -hmm. which is not quite done yet, but that's a big transition. You know, I'm currently living at my brother's house, um, and have this amazing podcast studio in my bedroom. (laughs) Um, you know, and so having to rebuild my clientele at the tattoo Mm -hmm. shop. So there's some stress on that. And then, um, uh, mentally, you know, going through what I went through earlier this year. Um, and I've just had a couple of break, like full on breakdowns, Mm -hmm. you know, um, a, 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 I haven't had a full-on panic attack in a while, which is great, because um, those are awful. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like you know, bouts of depression and um, no, nothing as far as like suicidal ideation or anything like mm-hmm. that. But just like 
I just don't want to be alive. Not like alive, not like literally alive, but just mm-hmm. I don't want to be a functioning member of society. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just want to like sit in my room and mm-hmm. not do anything and watch Netflix and smoke weed until I can't see anymore, mm-hmm. which is not healthy. No, it's not. But I, 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 I can empathize with that feeling. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, so my question, I guess, would be like, what, what, what do I get to look forward to this week? And maybe, maybe what could I do? Mm-hmm. this week to to keep pushing uh moving forward yeah um and yeah yeah because i feel because i feel like i'm not i'm not stuck in quicksand anymore but i feel like i but i feel like i just got out of the quicksand and right, it's so still all around me yeah <laughs> it's still disoriented yeah yeah Eagle. one wrong yeah. step and i fall right back <laughs> yeah. into it yeah but i'm out of it but i'm also really close to mm-hmm. it so yeah perfect maybe that's maybe that's what i'll ask yeah so just kind of um, I'm trying to think to rephrase it. So, um, I guess to get further away from the quicksand is what we're trying yeah. to figure out how we're going to do that this yeah. week. Let's use that metaphor. Okay, perfect. So we're going to pull out the four cards. Ooh, oh, there's an upside down one. <laughs> there's two reverse ones. No! <laughs> oh, great. Alrighty. So, um, the first one is kind of like the energy you're embodying this week. So that one we pulled out is the tower. And actually it's so funny because of what you just said. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and just like read the, the little verbiage okay. on it, but yeah, sweet. what you just said and the energy that you're embodying. Um, so the tower is a major arcana card, right? Arcana, arcana. I'm just going to keep saying that every time. Say it however you want. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, um, it's, uh, it's a it's the card in the fire sign. That's another thing. Like the cards, uh, like all associate themselves with astrology, and some are fire signs, some are uh, air, earth, water, um, okay. and they're ruled by a planet. So this one's ruled by Mars. But um, so because of what you like asked uh, your question, it's um, the energy that you're embodying is, you know, massive a groundbreaking change is happening now or very soon. Um, change this large can often strike fear but real growth happens outside of your comfort zone. Um, and these are words to just like keep in mind this week because this is the energy. Um, it's sudden change, upheaval, chaos, revelation, disaster awakening, release, and sudden insight. How? How? <laughs> how? how did that card just come up? I, that's literally what I just said. I know. Th- that's the funny thing. I, and that's what I mean. It's like, is it, but it's validating your feelings Absolutely. as well, right? We're, yeah. so, we're not saying like, it was divinely led, but it's now it's validating like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. And like, okay, this is the energy you're embodying. So let's kind of figure out outside of ourselves, maybe not the spiritual plane, but you know, like the physical plane. Right. Um, the question, the second question for the weekly vibes is like, what is the main lessons of the week? Right. So here we've got the seven of pentacles. Um, this is one of the cards that go with like the earth zodiac. So we're talking Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. So if you were to ask that a question about like, why am I feeling this way about a person? Like maybe they had an earth sign, right? It's all, it all depends. Mm. That's how the cards can mean so many different things. So there's so many things behind the cards. Right. Um, But so the seven of pentacles is, um, so you understand the value of hard work and you're investing towards long-term goals. You're not interested in quick wins. The seven of pentacles is telling you to look at the bigger picture. You may be frustrated that some things are taking too long to come into fruition, um, your efforts will not go unrewarded, but you must unrewarded, but you must remain patient. And key terms to think about um, for your main lesson this week 
as just a long-term view, hard work, perseverance, diligence, investment, sustainable results, forethought, and rewards. (laughs) (laughs) This is blowing my mind. Okay. Like, hold on, before we go any farther. um, So there's this thing that, 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 uh, not to like throw anyone, throw anyone under the bus, but like when I was growing up and learning how to do things from people, it would be like, just do the thing and get it done and then move on. Mm-hmm. And that's been so ingrained into my mind for so long. It's been really hard for me to break. And with the van, I've been doing that. I, I'll catch myself about to finish a thing and be like, oh, that's good enough. And then I'll be like, no, no, no. Do it right. So then I'll go back and I'll, you know, sand it more or measure it better, mm-hmm. you know, like make sure because I'm I'm looking toward the future, right? So mm-hmm. instead of getting that instant gratification of something being done now, I'm taking more time now so that in the future, it'll be a much um, more enjoyable thing. Yeah. For example, like um, <clears throat> the, the, the ceiling planks that I've done above... But obviously, it's mm-hmm. the ceiling. <laughs> um, it's taken me two or three days to sand them and to stain them and to put the shellac on them. And like I'm taking a lot of time and effort when I could have just, one, bought, probably cheaper, could have just bought flooring or already done planks and put mm-hmm. them up there and been done with it. But I'm getting to, I'm getting to be part of the future of this build in that I can look up at that ceiling every single day and be like, yo, I fucking did that. Yeah. You know, like I I said, I, I, I did all the things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm learning about how, like my brother knows so much more about wood working and mm-hmm. how, and like about grains and directions and all these wild things. And so it's cool that he and I have been able to bond over that. And like, I don't know, I, I'm starting to get it. Mm-hmm. it's less about the finished product and more about the relationship I have with a piece of freaking wood, you know, right. but like it's, it's so cool and it's so much more fulfilling um, to know that future Brandon's going to really be pumped on past Brandon for not doing it the half ass way and just throwing it up there. Yeah. So like, <laughs> that's so cool that, and look, I know so this is kind of like like fortune telling and um, people who um, on like TV shows where they're mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, you're missing a relative. It starts with an R, oh, whatever. I forget like, what that's called. I know exactly. Like yeah. they're fielding for things for yeah, people to yeah, answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. so to the person, it doesn't matter whether or not that person actually can see the future mm-hmm. or if they're just using their own thoughts like for them. Same thing with like uh, with astrology, like you can read your your star sign, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, and be like, oh, this it's it it knows me. No, it doesn't know you. It's Mm -hmm. saying a thing and you're relating that to Mm -hmm. your life. Yeah. But the end result is what you're looking for. It's not it's not like what do I mean by that? It's um, like you said, validation. Yeah. So it's validating my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that card could have said a hundred different things. And I probably would have resonated Mm -hmm. with it in some way. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's giving the power of things that are already in myself, giving it 
uh, a voice. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, for me personally, like I, I am more on the spiritual side of things. Like, like I said, like I don't have anything confirmed or whatever, but I, I think there's something out there way bigger than me. I don't know what it is. I couldn't tell you. Um, I always refer it to like the universe, but, um, yeah. So like when I do polls, even if it's just like a one card poll, like what, why am I feeling so anxious or why is this certain issue? Like, cause I'm an anxious person. I have generalized anxiety disorder. It's just 24 seven. Yeah. Um, but for me, like a tarot is a great anxiety tool because I can pull out a card and I try to avoid yes or no questions, but mm-hmm. I'll ask like, okay, like, um, why is this, um, you know, project at work? why am I so anxious over this project at work? And then I'll pull a card and sometimes whether or not it's accurate, it is going to give me insight and it calms my anxiety down. So even if there is like no spiritual or anything value or anywhere, Mm. it's like an affirmation. Like when you say your affirmations in the morning, right? Your therapist says like you're having a lot of negative self thoughts, try some affirmations in the morning just to start your day because those positive keywords are going to spark your brain into a positive mindset for your day instead of a negative one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, let's say there's nothing behind this, just paper and words and pictures scribbled on it. Yeah. Um, for me, like somebody with chronic anxiety that can't call their therapist 24 seven. Um, Absolutely. It's great for me. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, you know what? This validates my thoughts. This is why I'm anxious. And now I can look past the anxiety mm-hmm. and be like, Oh, this is why. Oh, I'm totally. And yeah. So that's for me. I'm just like, this is a great tool. <laughs> Absolutely. And and it's and it's it's very similar to like um, everyone knows what the placebo effect is, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there was a study that they did where they I I learned this in my uh, in my undergrad. They did a they did a, a a study where they told people that they were giving them a placebo, mm-hmm. like they knew that they were okay. So they were like, you're going to get a placebo or you're going to get the real thing. So they knew that there was a chance that they were going to get a placebo. Mm-hmm. And even the people who knew they were getting a placebo still showed positive mm-hmm. results in, I don't remember what they were studying. Um, it's just that your brain is so powerful. And I think a lot of times, and I know I'm speaking for myself and I'm sure you can totally agree mm-hmm. with this, is anxiety makes it so much worse. Whatever it the thing does. is, yeah. anxiety makes it fucking terrible. But if you have a tool that can relieve that anxiety, mm-hmm. it opens the door for you to heal and to move on and to mm-hmm. grow. And so I don't believe in, you know, this, this, the like spiritual type stuff. And the same thing with like ayahuasca. I don't think that there is a spirit mm-hmm. inside the plant that's giving us information. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. But when I did my ayahuasca experience, yeah. it sure fucking felt like it. And I went along with it and it helped. Yeah. It, it helped me. I can't even tell you how much gratitude I have for the people in Peru who figured out that ayahuasca is a medicine because it is a medicine. And, and it doesn't matter that I don't believe in the spiritual part because it still helped me. Mm-hmm. It was just... Oh, I don't want to get too much into it, but I yeah. feel like the same kind of thing with tarot. Like I don't have to believe in the star signs and all the other stuff that goes along with it. Right. I can still appreciate it. Yeah. And I think it's cool, you know, it's fun. And, like, uh, and it's fun. Yeah. yeah. When you're a tattoo artist, I mean, the decks they have now, I mean, are mm. amazing. The one yeah. you just pulled out freaking gorgeous, especially how some of them related to like the original, like, like writer weight, like style. Right. But even like the classic tarot, like, uh, I'm a, such a sucker for like, mm-hmm. I mean, I could have prints all over, like all 70, like, you know, yeah. 
what is 72 78 i forget but however many cards i could have prints all over my house because i think 70 uh i think so it's the standard 50 how many is it like regular deck i thought it was 50 something it's 50 so it's like whatever 50 i think it's 78 in a tarot deck because you have the suits the minor cards which like relate to like a regular deck of cards and then the additional like major arcana cards Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. the playing card is 52. 52. Plus so, the two jokers is 54. So it's 78 then, I think. Okay. Yeah, because we don't, Cause I, there's no jokers. That's funny. Here, I was just, while, while you were saying about art, I was thinking in the back of my head, hmm, I should like paint a tarot deck. That would be cool. But that's 78 paintings. Yeah. I can't even do two paintings in a year. I'm not doing yeah. 78. No, okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll reach out to my other tattooer friends and we could do like a... <gasps> Something for, for something for the shop. <laughs> yes. Dude, we could do like an art show at the shop. That do like would a tarot card art show. I can't draw, but I will be there to support No, you, you. could do one. It'll be stick figures. That doesn't matter. If I can do the devil as a stick figure, it doesn't then matter. I'll do it. I think I'm going to talk to Mike and see if he's into it because... I, well, I know Megan Ellis just did a tarot deck. You and you showed me her Kickstarter and oh my God, I'm obsessed with them because she had the little... Um, I love bats. They're my favorite animal. Mm. Uh, she has the little Honduran bats mm-hmm. is one of the cards and yeah. already obsessed. So I need to order one. I just, I'm very like frugal, I guess, with yeah. how I spend my money. And I have to convince myself to buy another mm-hmm. tarot deck when I literally just opened one that I bought. <laughs> so well, like, and so I'm very frugal, but I'm a sucker. Like uh, there's certain things that I like collecting. And so I have to like really like talk myself off the bridge when it comes to like mm. buying things like this because i'll see a deck and i'll be like even if it's not like a gorgeous like you know like the one you have is like beautiful artistry is great yeah but i got her like a an amazon like you know you might like this and it's a golden girls tarot deck and i'm like oh i would like that <laughs> i would like that so michael much. would love that too i know he would and i Chris. thought about them and it's i just so like funny. looked at it so yeah, yeah like you the 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 deck that you were at the when we had the yard sale you you like zoomed in right on yeah. the deck right away yeah and I really liked it, but I think it was a card short. Yeah, it was. It, well, yeah. At least that's what you said. Yeah. 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 So I was just like, oh, well. And then I was like, do I need another deck? Because I have I have <laughs> yeah. one that I got in high school that I don't use anymore. And um, I love it. And it's, it's cute and it's adorable. But I think I missed a card from that. So I'm like, do I need two incomplete tarot? Oh, no. Uh, no. That's, yeah, not, that's yeah, the yeah, last yeah, thing yeah. I need. <laughs> I probably still will buy it just because I want to support Megan. But. Yeah. But that's different too. That's your friend, yeah, yeah, and your yeah, coworker, yeah, yeah. colleague. Well, sort of. She does art at the. She's an incredible artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say we're friends. Oh, I mean, I've met her a couple of times, but okay. Yeah. If you're listening, Megan, <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt you're listening, but you know it might be. Oh, that's weird because the one I just bought, her name is Megan too. Yeah. Huh, weird. All right, we've digressed. Uh, where are we at? Uh, sorry, we're at three. Uh, card three. three. Yeah, okay. so card three is kind of what you should um, watch out for or be mindful of this week. Okay, and it's and, upside down. Yeah, so we got the three of wands in reverse. So normally this card says that your plans are in more motion and that there's more opportunities headed your way to maximize your total potential. You have a chance to expand your horizons through travel, study, or business. Reach beyond your comfort zone. Doors will open if you stop limiting yourself. But that's if it's upright not if it's reverse okay so um when a card's reverse it usually and i wouldn't say completely means the opposite but it's not it's and nor is it mirrored but it's i guess i would use i i feel like opposite's not the right word or mirrored's not the right word yeah. but it it's close to that um but so there's 
there's a, like a delay or maybe like a lack of planning. You know, there's a little bit of lack in your emotions moving forward. And this mm-hmm. is just something to be mindful of. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like this is exactly what's going to happen. And um, when I like look at the keywords, it's here we go. Sorry, lack of planning is on here. But playing it small, procrastination, obstacles, delays, lack of planning, lack mm-hmm. of foresight, stuck in the past and returning to travels, which is interesting. Yeah, that's that stuff is to be mindful of. And then the last card. You know, before we move yeah. on, um, the, so I get uh, decision decision paralysis. Is that a word? Yeah, decision paralysis. If it's not, I totally understood what that meant. So. Well, like, I, I, if I need to make a decision, sometimes I'll get so anxious mm-hmm. about the decision that I'll just won't make the decision at all. And so that card's telling me to be mindful of me doing that because I do it all the time. There you go. And so often I'll not do something mm-hmm. and then I will have missed an opportunity because I didn't do the thing or I didn't buy the thing that I should have bought. Like, like you'll see something like, okay, for example, you see a pair of shoes that are on sale and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, do I really need these shoes? And then you're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get them. Then you go back the next day and they're not on sale anymore. Yeah. Be- and that's, you missed that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, no, but that's what, a metaphor. <laughs> what do you said that? I was like, I always like go back to, you know, the Wayne Gretzky quote, which is, um, you know, you was, you miss every, sh- you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yep. Was that Wayne Gretzky? Was it Wayne Gretzky? I'm sure I'm, it is. I'm pretty sure He's it is. Watch, I'm just misquoting things all day long. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were right about the Wes Craven. Oh, it was Wes yeah. Craven? Okay. I, I, I cheekily looked. <laughs> oh, looked, good. <laughs> okay. I, ha- I have the Google, I the Google like machine right here. I was like 98% sure, but sometimes I get John Carpenter movies and Wes Craven movies like mixed, which is funny because like personally, I don't think they're anything alike, but that is just me. Um, but for some reason, I always get them confused and like crossed over. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Don't know why. Um, but anyways, so <laughs> zero people care. Zero. Yes, <laughs> it's just me. Um, but so the final one is kind of um, the number four, which will hit on the card that fell out too. But number four is just what will be the outcome of this week. And um, we got the two of cups, which I talked about earlier. And normal, it's like the upright appearance of two of cups indicates a strong partnership or connection built on equality and mutual respect. You're receiving positive energy, so be sure to share it with others. It was upside down, so it just said something like this could be the outcome of this week. I never take this one to heart if it's not positive because then I get super anxious about it. (laughs) But it just said like self-love, disharmony, distrust, breakups, imbalance, tension, and broken communication. Okay. That's the vibe for this week. But I think it's interesting that this card just wanted to pop out while it was... um, while you were shuffling, right? It was just one single card. If a bunch fall out, I'm just like, ah, uh, it's nothing. But one single card popped out and I'm always like, ah, uh, something needs to be set here. Okay. And I kind of just take this as like, even though the fourth one is like, what is the outcome of this week? I take this one as like the whole message because it had to come out and had to say something that happened to me yesterday. The seven, I think the seven of cups popped out like multiple times while I was like shuffling the deck. And I'm like, homie, like stop popping out. And finally it popped out. I'm like, you know what? This is just the card I'm going with it because it's not stopping. Right. Um, so this card is the fool, which I think is one of my favorite cards um, because it's not about somebody being an idiot. It's about, um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Taking a chance, right? Taking you said it earlier. Right, yes, right, right. Yeah, I know. I just totally forgot what I said earlier, but uh, I'll read the exact description. And the fool in the upright position, um, the upright position of this card depicts a new journey where you will be filled with optimism, wonder, and courage. 
you may be weighing your options and your your risk. And the keywords are new beginnings, possibilities, innocence, spontaneous, optimism, trust in life, blind faith, adventure, and opportunity. Right. So, and I mean, like, I didn't even follow the spread that time because that card popped out. I'm like, that obviously somebody needs to hear it. So, yeah. but yeah. No, that's great. That's That makes so much sense because, you know, I... I as much as as much as I pretend to not be concerned about living in a van full time, mm-hmm. um, I do have some concerns, yeah. and a lot of times I have to tell myself like, "What's the worst possible outcome?" Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and how terrible is that? It's not <laughs> like the yeah. worst possible possible outcome would be I don't like it and I sell the van and I do something else. Mm-hmm. Like that's the worst thing that could happen, and and like you said with the Wayne Gretzky thing, like you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah. So if I don't do, if I don't take this leap of faith, if yeah. I don't do this thing that I've been talking about forever, I'm going to be so mad at myself looking back, you know, that I didn't do the thing. And, and <laughs> this is also really funny and affirming. So two years ago, mm-hmm. no, it was longer than that. When was nightmare? Was that twenty? 20- 21 it'll be two years in october yeah so 2021 Mm -hmm. i saw um so ashley posted what up ash hi ash uh (laughs) she she posted there's auditions for Mm -hmm. um the the nightmare on elm street parody nightmare on taylor street and i'd been talking to ashley about wanting to get back into because i haven't done theater since seventh grade Oh boy. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how long ago that was, but it was. I won't ask. A, it was lifetimes ago. <laughs> um, and I'd been talking to her about getting back into it. And so I finally was like, dude, mm-hmm. go audition. If you get a part, rad. If you don't get a part, oh well, you at least tried. You shot your shot. You like gave it yeah. a shot. And then I ended up getting a part and then I ended up meeting people like you and all the other people from Nightmare that Mm -hmm. I love and I'm still friends with that have enriched my life so much since then. So it wasn't even it wasn't even just the play itself. It was Mm -hmm. all of the people that went along with it, like DJ and you and and Paige and Wendy and Michael and like all these people that that are like really close friends of mine Mm -hmm. now. And Chris Daniels and Joe Atak and like yeah. just I, the list goes on and on and on and on. And these you guys, you guys have become such an important part of of my life and my growth mm-hmm. and and Same. my like self <laughs> and my self acceptance. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the tattoo industry is a rough industry to mm-hmm. be in. Um, being 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 a, a male like has some difficulties because you're expected to to be tough and not and not have emotions and and I know it's it's changing thank baby mm-hmm. Jesus but like being in with my theater friends I felt I was allowed to be my true authentic self mm-hmm. and so now I preach about authenticity because I wasn't allowed to at least in my mind, I wasn't allowed mm-hmm. to be authentic and which is part of the reason why I, I had an addiction to alcohol and drugs mm-hmm. because on alcohol I could be my true self mm-hmm. and I could just blame it on the alcohol. Yeah. Whereas now I can just be a complete idiot and then just blame it on myself <laughs> for being an idiot. I don't care anymore. You yeah. Know? Um, so taking that leap, that small little leap, that small little step to audition 
for a part in a play has turned into amazing relationships with yeah. amazing people. And so that card, that card. The fool. The fact that it popped out of the deck mm-hmm. is blowing my mind. That's one of my favorite cards. That's why when it popped out and I saw it, I was just like, yeah, we're keeping that one out. There's like a reason <laughs> it popped out. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I agree with you too, because um, I, I was, I was going through like a really difficult time in my life during that time. And um, I was in grad school at the time when that, that show, the auditions popped up and I was just, I was back and forth on it so much so much that the day of auditions I almost um sent the director a message saying sorry I'm not gonna audition like I hope I didn't take up too much of your time and I'm so glad you didn't I know me too but even then like all of the stuff that's happened since then you know I uh, got divorced and when I started the show I was I was married but just I mean knowing you and the same group of people Paige Michael mm. DJ Wendy like when I was going through the divorce and when I ended up having to um, leave grad school to get a full-time job to pay my mortgage sort of thing I mean the amount of support that I got from like you yeah. guys it was just tremendous and I don't know if I would have like come out of it so positively if I didn't have that friendship yeah and so yeah I mean it was transformative for me as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, sometimes, you know, it's, you trip, you fall, you get bruised. Your rehearsals don't always go great. But still, I'm so glad I did that show. Yeah. I would not take it back for the world. And yeah, it's just well, because I did. I was so on the fence that mm. maybe even up to an hour before I was probably like back and forth thinking like, I'm not going to go. I remember even <laughs> like during the, the earlier rehearsals, like mm-hmm. you were like, struggling because you're like I have this term paper to do and I have this test to study for and yeah. I also got to memorize all these lines and yeah you had a huge part in that play like you were one of the main characters <laughs> Nancy <laughs> no, no. and to be and on I'm obviously Wes Craven's gonna come back into play but yeah that's been one of my favorite movies my whole life I was obsessed yeah. with Heather Langenkamp who plays Nancy in the original mm-hmm. even though she's only in like three of the movies um, yeah but she's yeah. in the best three yeah, she's in the first, the third, and then Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Yeah. That's, yeah. Those are the best ones. They are the best ones, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's wild. That, that whole franchise is one of my favorites mm-hmm. as well. And same with Evil Dead. Like, Evil Dead, that's probably my favorite horror movie. Army of Darkness, yeah. to be specific, is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my it's my favorite horror movie. Yeah. And it's not, it's, I guess it's not really a horror movie, but I have it. I have Klaatu Verata Nikto tattooed on my back. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. No, I got, I've got. it's been tattooed on there for, for forever. And mm-hmm. and I would have never been part of that play had I not been part of the Nightmare play. And like, I was going to touch on that too because yeah, I know yeah. that everybody in Evil Dead had this amazing connection. It's not the same, but mm-hmm. it's, it's comparable to what the Nightmare crew had. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Evil Dead was, I mean, there's the picture right there. There was mm-hmm. freaking 30 people or yeah. something. It was such a huge production. Um, but like... You know, a lot of the night, a couple of the nightmare people were in, yeah. uh, were in Evil Dead, and you know, and I even met uh, and got close with like someone like Christina, who's like one of my best friends now, and yeah. I love her. And like, I would have not survived this year if it wasn't for Christina. Like, yeah. she is my absolute rock, and I love her with all my heart. She's um, amazing. She's amazing. She actually reached out to me recently. She's like, I just want to check in, and how are you doing? And blah, blah, blah. I'm like. God, how do you? How are you? Just so great. I know. How are you so great? Yeah. Hi, Christina. <laughs> Hi, Christina. <laughs> and she's like my. She's probably my biggest fan on the podcast. She's every time one comes out, she's like 
giving me notes and like oh, I love it. Like, oh, I love this part. Yeah, I love it. So she's amazing. Uh, and Mason too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just what a what a wonderful experience that was. Um, and you would have never known if you just if you were like, no, yeah. I'm not gonna audition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and so bringing that you know in into into present into present day, I need to remember that take your shot, do the thing, mm-hmm. you know, because it's so much easier. It's so much easier to, to say, Hmm, maybe I shouldn't have done that. than it is to say, what would have happened if I did do that? Yeah. And because I didn't do it, I'll never know. Mm-hmm. And then there comes that ang- anxiety monster coming yeah. in and like making your life hell. Mm-hmm. So, um, I want to talk a little bit more about like just tarot kind of in general. Yeah. Um, so I've heard that you're supposed to be given a deck. You're not supposed to buy your own deck, but I don't follow the rules. I'm a rule breaker. <laughs> of so course. I bought my own deck. Of course. Uh, um, so what would you say to someone who's like maybe interested in getting a tarot deck? So they just buy one? Yeah. So I mean, like, I don't remember if I touched on it. Um, I know I've mentioned it before for the podcast but there's like so many like interesting rules around tarot and i am i'm under the firm belief as like as long as you're not hurting anybody or yourself like yeah there there's there's boundaries and there's borders right but you know kind of inside of those boundaries and borders like do what makes you comfortable like what mm. helps you connect to the cards better right so if somebody gets you like the classic like you know right away tarot deck and you're just like I mean, these are great, but whatever, like, I don't really connect with them. Like, how are you going to have any emotional, spiritual connection to your cards? You're not. Um, So I say go out and get your deck. I mean, my, I will say the first tarot deck I ever got, different Christina with a K, but hi, hi, Christina Charpentier. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She bought me my first tarot deck uh, for my 15th birthday. And um, I actually, I still have the little, uh, it came with like this like purple um, satin cloth. So it was cool. like very fancy. Yeah, I yeah. still have the cloth. I don't have the cards anymore. Oh no. Um, but she bought me my first deck. And then um, when I was 18, I bought my own deck. And then I, round 21 is when I stopped using my tarot cards. And then um, just, you know, in the past year or so, I was like, you know what? I need a new tarot deck. I need to get back into it. And so I went ahead and I, I bought two. There you go. Um, and so I, I think if you want to get into tarot, just do it. Buy your own deck. And besides, if someone gives you a deck and yeah, you're not connecting with it, like what's the point? Totally. Like, you want a deck. I mean, I think my opinion on it is if, if you want a deck and you want to work it, whether it's just emotionally for yourself or you want to start doing tarot readings for your friends, uh, work with it spiritually, you want a deck that you connect with and that you like. And, you know, I mean, even the ones you like showing off, like, look at this. Yeah. Look yeah, at this yeah, card. Yeah. Look at this suit. Um, So, yeah, buy it. A hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Um, I <clears throat> only only recently did I know that you. So I. <laughs> Here's me being ignorant. I, I, I kind of thought tarot was like was like a Ouija board. Like you're not supposed oh. to you're not supposed to read your own tarot. But that's obviously not true because you 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 do your own readings. 
Oh, yeah, all the time. Uh, right. I mean, I have my own personal opinions about Ouija boards. I love them artistically. Would I ever use one again? No, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think they're so cool. I mean, I I love the idea of getting a planchette tattooed somewhere. But um, no, I always, I, I mean, like I, for me, it's one of those anxiety killers. Like, you know, I'll ask, like, why am I feeling so anxious about you know, a work project or not hearing back on an addition or mm. my friend hasn't texted me back in two days because I am one of those people. Like, why haven't you texted me back in five minutes? Um, <laughs> even yeah. though I, I'm a pretty good person at texting people back, like I'm not always instantaneous, but you know, yeah. I'm like, they obviously hate me. Something's wrong. Yeah, yeah, what did yeah. I say? Um, so instead of texting again or reacting on that anxiety or that fear i'm just like i've got to be like okay you know why why am i so anxious right why is this making me feel anxious and what was the question because i totally just like lost track <laughs> <laughs> uh oh uh, re- doing your own t- doing yeah. your own readings yeah so i mean for me i i'm gonna do it all the time and i'll continue to do it i've actually never heard that you shouldn't do your own readings Oh, no, I don't think I ever read that anymore. Oh. I just assumed that because I don't know anything about oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah I've yeah, never yeah. heard that. I mean, I've also heard like, you know, don't ever let any other person touch your deck, but I'm one of those people. I'm like, well, how am I going to get any of somebody else's energy into the cards if they're not touching it mm. when they're asking their own questions? So um, right. my roommate and I like, gosh, if we're feeling down sometimes, like if we're feeling really down, like we'll boil a pot of tea and we'll just start doing car- like tarot cards. We'll just do big old spreads and just be like, okay, like what do we need to ask? And some, you know, I would say most of the time, like we get pretty solid readings and we're just like, okay, that makes sense. Like that's what we got to do. But yeah, I hand Tadic over the deck and I'm just like, you know, you ask the questions, you shuffle it a bit and then I'll pull. Right. Um, because I don't, I don't know exactly what Tadic's going through in their mind or how they're feeling. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't want my emotions to influence anything. So that's why I'm like, yeah, you, you touch those cards, you, you take right. them, you shuffle them. Um, yeah, there's, there's so many different things. I will say, I, I do believe in connecting to your cards to have mm. a stronger bond with them. Um, even if you're just pulling for yourself, so. Um, there's different methods to do them. Some people say like, you know, pull a card, like shuffle a deck and pull a card every day. Um, and then kind of write down what it, what it says. And I think that's a great like learning tool as well. I mean, there's 78 cards. Yeah. It's and a lot to remember. I, I don't even remember them all obviously. Um, but that's a good way to remember them. One of my favorite ways to connect with cards is I usually just either sleep with it on my side, like my side table mm-hmm. or sleep with it under my pillow. And I do that for like a month or a moon cycle. But that's, that's more me universally, <laughs> like spiritually, like that's how I like to do things. Um, but other people just say like, you know, carry it around with you. Right. I think, I mean. It just totally depends. I know, mean, that's me though. What's, what's hilarious is I don't believe in like any of that stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely going to sleep with my tarot cards for a whole moon cycle. <laughs> Just just the new moon's on the 20th, FYI, so it's in a couple of days. Okay, so, there so you I, go. should I not use them before then? No, use them. I mean, it's one of those things, use them. I just, uh, I guess in the tarot community, or at least one, my, my understanding is that carrying them with you or sleeping with them under your pillow and like, you know, pulling a card a day and like looking it up, it's just, it's a, a good way for you to associate with the cards, but also a good way for the cards to like get in tune with your energy as mm, far yeah. as like intuitively and universally and emotionally right 
connecting with the tool you're working with. Because well, at it. the end of the day, does it really matter? They're your cards. You should do mm-hmm. with them however you feel and whatever gives you the biggest benefit from it. Yeah. If it so if it means like if you set them out in the moonlight, like if that means something to you, like recharging crystals, then do the thing. Right? Yeah. Like that doesn't do anything for me, but if it does for you, then do it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so if someone's like, like say you're like me and you're like really interested and, and you're curious, mm-hmm. you buy a deck. Mm-hmm. Now what do you do? Um, so I, I do think the cool thing with tarot and if you're not buying a classic deck, they usually come with guides. And I, I kind of flip through the your guide's deck or your deck's guide. I should rephrase that. Um, <laughs> my guide's deck. Yeah, exactly. Why are you talking about my <laughs> guide's deck like I'm that? I'm so sorry. That was so inappropriate. Mm, Olivia. <laughs> I know. This I'm the show. I'm just, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, um, I lost the guide, but like my Del, Del Toro deck, it had like a kind of, um, the meanings for cards were slightly, not askew, but slightly, slightly different than how I've interpreted cards in the past, right? So um, I think if you get a different deck, it's like always important to just kind of, you know, flip through, flip through the guide. Um, right. And then... I think it's always fun to just kind of figure out um, like a different, um, what am I thinking of? It's like spreads to do, even right. if it's not like you're not asking yourself a serious question or somebody else a serious question. It's just fun to try out different spreads because you were asking just how to, my tra- I haven't taken my ADHD medications in a while now. so <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. You're okay. doing great. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the, but what was the original question? It was just. Oh, it was just like, what do you do after you oh, buy a deck? Yeah. yeah. And okay. I think that was a good answer because um, I, as soon as you said, look at the book, I was like, well, maybe I should open up the book that I have. And yeah, there you go. Like, and are there spreads in the back yeah, the, and stuff? The second page has a three card spread. It has mm-hmm. uh, a Celtic cross spread, a yep. seven card el- eclipse, ellipse. Mm-hmm. Uh, calendar 12 month spread i would say too like um you know another good way is find creators on like youtube or tiktok like because i'm more of a visual person right so right. i can look at a a guidebook all day and i will i'll forget it in 10 minutes but if i like yeah. go to a youtube page and see the card and i'm able to associate the audio with the picture like i learn better that way so um I think that's a good way. There's uh, a ton of people on TikTok that I, I mean, I just follow for fun just because they give, give good informations or do good card reads. But uh, there's this one person, um, I think they're called Two Cent Tarot and he, they do tarot tips. And they'll be like, if you're curious about this, like shuffle your deck and spread it out and find, you know, this card. And then the cards on either side of this card are going to help confirm like your thoughts or your answers on it. Right. And so, I mean, there's so many different ways you can read too, instead of just pointing out a spread. Um, And I love that person. I'm just like, I would never thought of that before. That's amazing. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, like everything else nowadays, especially like look at the guidebook. If that's not helping go on YouTube, (laughs) you know, or if you do know somebody that you trust and you like that has done tarot, um, ask them questions. And if Mm -hmm. you agree with them and that vibes with you, go with that. If, if you have questions or it, again, it doesn't vibe with you, but well, like find your own path with it. I don't think Mm -hmm. there's, and you know, I, I try not to like, it's not going to hurt me personally. And I don't think it's going to hurt a lot of other tarot reader, tarot readers. I think there are people that, you know, like gatekeep and are like, Oh, yeah, well yeah. you're not using it appropriately in this and that. And maybe you're not like if you're using, cause there are people on TikTok, and I'm 
kind of going on tangent here but there are people on tiktok that like do these tarot readings and they're kind of awful because they'll be like um you know like uh oh i know that you have had this person on your mind and that you know you miss them a lot and they've been in no contact with you and trust me i've like got when i first saw them i was just like oh my god yeah totally and then they start popping up more and more and i realized like whoa these are like triggering my anxieties about Mm, whatever um but yeah some of them are you know awful like oh like they have Oh, I pulled. Here we go. Here's a good example. Oh, look. So the King of Swords is here. And so that means that you're this person is like a Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, possibly, you know, definitely a lot of air sign energy here. And so that's automatically going to trigger you to thinking like, oh, my God, that person is an Aquarius. Mm. So and so I do think a lot of people on the Internet have been using it unethically. It's been triggering people to like and comment and save and follow. Um, So. I will say that there are negative ways to use the tarot cards if you're getting it for clout or fame or add it because those add to people's anxieties and that's why they're getting the likes and the saves and the follows and the subscribes. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think, you know, go with your own path. Pick the deck that you like that makes you feel good about what you're doing. Right. Watch the creators that you can learn from. Um, You know, some are very like you know, hate Ashbury, hippy dippy sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. some people are very uh you know, whatever, like uh a ground pole goth sort of look. You know, there's so many yeah. uh, practical magic, Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman look, you know, there's so many right. different creators that are you can vibe with. Um, I've noticed that a lot of people um, you know, are open to questions. They might not get back to you right away, but you know, I think it's for the most part there's a pretty good community online. Just as always, protect yourself. No, you're yeah, getting into totally. if somebody's asking for your social security number don't give it out <laughs> <laughs> you know just protect yourself but yeah go your own path do your own thing um you mean you don't want to trust a moonbeam no moonbeam 7777 yeah. moonbeam yeah. heaven 777 no um with my social i won't be doing Uni- that unicorn farts 341 no that's actually my account so oh. no just kidding you're the one in my dms uh, yep yep i'm trying to get that social security number <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. I know. So you said something earlier about um, just pulling one card. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like? Oh, yeah. So um, I'll go ahead and, well, I'll shuffle it a little bit since this deck is. You've been shuffling it the whole time. I Well, I haven't been shuffling. I've been <laughs> You're so anxious. Them. I am. I can't help it. It's all right. Um, it's just, it's constant. Um, that all I'm going to shuffle half of these. I'll let you shuffle them. And then, yeah, just like a yes or no. I always avoid this if it has to do with something I am kind of obsessing over. And that's like when I'll go to like, why am I obsessing over it? Mm. But like if it's uh, something that I'm not too stressed out about and like I kind of just need like a little more confirmation, I will be like, you know, ask it a yes or no question. So I could do like, let's say that the um, this deck of cards is just next to my bed. Mm-hmm. And then I get up first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, and I just do I shuffle it and then just pull a card. Yeah, that's what I would do. And if you want to actually hand me that, I have a list. So I make sure right. I do this right. Okay. Okay. Perfect. By this, I assume your phone. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I obviously can't think of things correctly today. It's a Monday. You got a case of the Mondays? Mm. Yep. All right, so I'm just going to shuffle it and cut it. And then... Then just ask it. What if I don't ask a question? What if I just pull it and then just see what it means? Yeah, so um, I do that some... Like, would just... uh, So the way I think about it, like, 
I just, I'm always a question asker. Like it kind of helps hmm. my brain solidify things. So yeah, if you're like in a shuffle deck and pull it out, I just kind of ask it like, what's the vibe of the day to day? Yeah. Cause yeah, exactly. Because I think first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. especially pre coffee, mm-hmm. my brain doesn't work. Yeah. And so I'm not going to come up with a question. So it might be better to just, so, uh, um, my sister-in-law, Amanda mm-hmm. got me these, the sweet ass, sweet ass affirmation cards. Yeah. And they're really great. Uh-huh. You just open it up and you just pull one out and it just tells you how awesome you are. Yeah. Um, so same kind of thing. So I'm just going to flip yeah. it. Okay. Now we got three of cups and it's upside down. Okay. So, um, so just, uh. So we're thinking about vibe of the day, right? Yeah, why not? And since the day's halfway over, I wouldn't too worry, be too worried about it. But um, since it's reverse, it's kind of, it's it's saying like this is a vibe, right? Just like this is probably what you should be wary of. And it's like overindulgence, heavy partying, isolation, your independence, your alone time. Um, and then it mentions three is a crowd and gossip. Ooh, three is a crowd mm-hmm. and gossip. Yeah. And okay. I, I will say, I think what's important to take into account with tarot um and it's kind of something that i touched on earlier with the movie thing is like obviously it's not definite like take like and this is something that's actually always like on the tiktok videos and the youtube videos but like take what resonates like um what was the card i pulled the other i think i pulled king of swords reverse and it was talking about how like you know there's this but if it's relating to a person then this is what it has you have to be wary mm, of, right? Yeah. And then all automatically my anxious brain goes to a certain person and I'm like, no, no, no. But I wasn't asking about this person. I was asking about my vibe for the week. Like what mm-hmm. do I have to be mindful of? Right. And so like that's one of those things too. Like be be very cautious, especially when you are an anxious person. Like mm-hmm. what is the question and why? And if you don't have clarification, Ask the card, like deck, like, can I get some more clarification? Oh, yeah, yeah. So you're like, okay, well, what does that mean? Well, so like this, the one that we pulled, I mean, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. So overindulgence, I don't do that. I don't, clearly I don't party. Um, I don't necessarily isolate. Three's a crowd doesn't make any sense. I don't gossip, so that doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. But the independence one. So I am a super independent person Mm -hmm. and I get, I get anxious when I have to depend on someone for something. And so I need to remind myself that we don't go through this world on our own. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a team effort with all of your friends and family. Yeah. Um, and so I have to remind myself that it's okay to rely on other people for things. Yeah. It's okay to reach out for help because I tell all my friends to, if you need anything, reach out to me, mm-hmm. but then I won't do it. So I, I need I to take saying, my own advice. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's this is so good. It's mm-hmm. so good. And and I and it, so because I'm such a rational person, person I know that this card is meant isn't this card wasn't printed for me, mm-hmm. right? I'm not I'm not that narcissistic to think that this card was the universe pulled this card for mm-hmm. me to read these words. There's a bunch of words on there mm-hmm. because the idea is to pick the one that resonates with mm-hmm. you and then do something positive yeah, with it. Yeah, how does it apply to you? So exactly. like you said, like none of those do, but the independence does. And it, since it's in a reverse, it's obviously yeah. something to be mindful of because of how it negatively impacts right. you. Um, and I do the same thing. I'm always like, come to me if you need help. Uh, we can talk about this and that. In the moment, I feel like I have to talk to somebody. Like I, it's, if I do it, it's 
I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for bothering you. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I know you're probably busy. Um, and then I get mad at myself afterwards. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah. Cool. This was so much fun. Cool. I'm glad you had fun because I was like, I'm trying to like talk about it rationally, but then I'm like, you know, like sit with it through a moon moon cycle. And no, this do and that. that. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't don't let don't let my ignorance, you know, put it's, you off from being. You it's be not you. ignorance. It's just different thoughts, like thought yeah, processes. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it's great that you that you can look at it as like the universe and and moons and all. And like, even though I have no clue what you're saying when you're talking about like <laughs> the the planets and and like you know mercury and retrograde don't get me started on planets we've talked this has happened so many times and i don't get it but it doesn't mean that i don't appreciate it and it doesn't mean that i don't think that it's cool that you're into it because it it doesn't have to be for me we can use the same tool Mm -hmm. and get the same results by using them differently and it doesn't it doesn't matter you know what and it's same with like um and you know, in my experience with like with like Alcoholics Anonymous and mm-hmm. AA, like like they talk about God and higher powers, and I don't resonate with that. Yeah. However, it can be whatever your higher power needs to be, whatever whatever you need to be, whatever you need it to be mm-hmm. to help you become better. Yeah, that's the thing. So, um, same same with all of this stuff. Same with my ayahuasca experience. Same with anything really. Yeah. You know, and so. However, however it gets you through whatever it needs you need to get through, mm-hmm. do the thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you, do you have anything else for like new tarot people no. or old tarot people or? No. I mean, like I said, obviously, you know, be ethical of what you do. Don't try to add to people's anxiety or mm, yeah. again, steal their social security numbers. But yeah, just do, do, do the thing. Watch the videos, read the books, buy the deck that you want. Um, I got, I mean, on Amazon of all places, I got these really cool like fabric wraps and then I put my cards in instead of the box and it was 10 bucks for two and I love them. So yeah, do the thing, make your deck pretty, grab Mm. the scarf, you know, do the incense or carry them around in their, their, their original box and leave them in your bag and pull them out when you want to. It doesn't have to be this aesthetic thing or you know classical thing it, it can be whatever you want it to be and so right. just let it be something that you know represents you and how you want to use them absolutely yeah and and, and it actually kind of reminds me of um dungeons and dragons so i'm like <laughs> yeah. i'm pretty new to it i've only been playing for well since we started playing yeah uh, with the nightmare crew and like dude I got like all kinds of dice. Oh I got this goodness. like roller thing. I'm like super into it. Yeah. Because for me, if I'm going to do something, I'm, I'm going to get into it. Right. So mm-hmm. I know a lot about D&D. I probably know more than anyone who's been playing a short amount of time as I have. Because oh, yeah. I just nerded out on it for months and months and months and months mm-hmm. and made all these different characters and got all the things and 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 it made the experience for me so much better Mm -hmm. than if it was like, um, you know, because earlier in my life, I thought it was just a bunch of nerds like playing make-believe because they couldn't deal with reality. Right. And that's terrible. (laughs) I should not have thought that way. And now I realize it's, it's, it's just about having fun with your friends and and making Mm -hmm. goofy stories and, and getting lost in fantasy for a little while. And it's so fun and it's, it's really, it's really helped me, I think, just kind of in general to be more open about 
how I am, how I truly feel about myself and, and the world around me and me being authentic. It's mm-hmm. definitely helped because at the end of the day, we can pretend that we don't care what people think. Right? But we do. But we do, <laughs> right? And and I finally come to this conclusion a couple of years ago that, sure, I do care what people think, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to let how they think about me affect my decisions. So you can you can say, you know, oh, I don't care what people think. You're just lying to yourself. Yeah. But, you, but I think it's better if you're like, I do care what people think, but I'm not going to let that affect me. I'm not going to yeah. let that change how I'm going to act with my life. So mm-hmm. if I want to be a, a well, luckily Dungeons and Dragons is now popular. So like, it's, it's not cool as now. bad. Yeah, now <laughs> it's cool. Thanks to Stranger Things. In my defense, I started playing Dungeons and Dragons before I saw Stranger Things. So I'm not on that train. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, I, I've, I've honestly always been a nerd and I've always wanted to play Dungeons and, Dra- Dungeons and Dragons, but it was so intimidating to me. So I was just like, ah. it was yeah. one of those, okay, like why didn't I ever just go find some people and see if they wanted to learn together? Yeah. So I spent years not playing it and then mm. finally like kind of learning how to play. I'm still, it's been a long time since I played. Have you, you haven't been playing? I haven't been playing. No. Um, Brett's team, every time he's had a campaign, um, we've had a show at GLM. Uh, so it's yeah, one of those yeah, things yeah. where I'm like, yeah, I'm working. Um, but so, yeah, I haven't played in a long time, but I've always wanted to. Um, and I, gosh, I was actually thinking about when you brought that up. Could you imagine like our group LARPing our like, you know, our D&D oh, like, yeah. team? <laughs> <laughs> Count? Count, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about that because I was like, yeah, D&D is nerdy, but also I'm like, I really want to LARP and nobody I know LARPs. I'm just like, ah, oh, that's something I better go find out. Yeah, you're going to have to find some new friends. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I don't care anymore. Like, adult means like, you know what? I'm going to put on like some fancy gown and some headpiece and be a druid and go LARP because you know what? At the end of the day, it's something I want to do and yeah. I'm not hurting myself and I'm not right. hurting anybody else. So... You should just walk around the casinos just dressed as a druid and like casting spells on oh people. Oh my God. And all, I, I have to have a D20 with me, like just rolling the dice to see if it works. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. You're like, cast a spell and then you just roll a D20. Like, mm. Step one. No, no, it didn't work. Yeah. And you just trip and fall into the black tank table. Yeah. Oh my God. That'd be so That would good. be so fun. That would be a lot of fun. So to live action, like re, 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 live action. Live action role play, LARP. Yeah, yeah, role play. <laughs> Why can't I think of But like the actual campaign. Yeah. That would be funny. Yeah. Because like, did you ever see, um, uh, it's called Harmon Quest? No. You know who Dan Harmon is? I know who Dan Harmon is, He's yeah. He's the creator of... Uh, Rick and Morty, Rick right? Rick and Morty, yeah. yeah. So he has this thing He's called... He's the one that's not in trouble. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's, um, he has a thing called Harmon Quest, uh-huh. and he didn't get um, permission from Dungeons and Dragons so it's not called D and D; it's just mm-hmm. a role playing game, mm-hmm. and they role play it like they play a session, but then they have animators animate it, and it's golden. It's absolute fire. You have to watch it. Okay, there's I'm a whole season down. of it. There's, I think it. So there's not like it's hard to find. You have to search the internet for it. I I have a link for it. I can um, I'll text you the link. Okay. Yeah. And I won't write it down. I mean, you can still write it down, oh, but what was it yeah. Called? Harmon Quest. It's amazing. So it's basically, they're basically LARPing, but through animation. And, and he brings on comedians. So like, it's him and his ex-wife, which is real weird. 
and one of his friends and then a DM. And then they every episode they bring mm-hmm. on a comedian like uh, Aubrey Plaza was on it. Oh, my God. And okay. Yeah. So they have like these comedians. Some of them play D&D. Mm-hmm. Some of them have no idea what they're doing, which is even better. I was going to say so that was chaotic. so amazing. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza is so chaotic. I love her. She's chaotic in general. And that's why I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> uh, I would. Yeah. I yeah. love her so much. If you're listening, Aubrey, I love you. <laughs> I would shoot you had thing. to shoot your shot. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Gretzky. You're welcome. All right. Well, that is uh should wow, hour and twenty minutes. Nice. <laughs> nice. Thank you so much. That was so much fun. Oh, good. I'm glad you had a blast. Yeah. I had a blast too. Yeah, so good. cool. This is your first uh podcast. This is my first podcast, I know. Yeah, you killed it. Thank you. Well done. <laughs> Except when you headbutted the microphone. Oh, that actually happened a couple of times. <laughs> I know. So sorry about that. Um yeah, well thanks for tuning in and we'll see you guys in the next one. All right, thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with me. I hope you got something useful from this episode. If this is your first time listening, uh, please consider subscribing so you don't miss out on any of the other fun things that we'll be talking about in the future. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, I would encourage you to go to wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a little review. This really does help me grow the podcast. And of course, if you have any questions or comments or you just want to connect on all the other social medias, you can find me on Instagram at Life Nomadic Podcast on Twitter at That Life Nomadic, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Life Nomadic Podcast, or you can just send me an email, Life Nomadic Podcast at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for listening. I look forward to talking to you guys, and we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>